Hi there, welcome back to this week's episode of On the Level Leadership. For those who are new here, my name is Tammy and I'm a leadership and career growth coach. I'm here to help you be the best leader you can be so you can grow in your career. Today I want to talk about feeling stuck, specifically feeling stuck in our careers and what we can do about it. Welcome back to those of you who are returning and for those that are new, welcome to the channel. And I just want to talk a little bit about feeling stuck in our careers. This is something that happens to anybody, really, every one of us at some point in our career are going to feel stuck and want to see a shift happen for ourselves in our work. This can happen for a variety of reasons. It could be because we have outgrown our roles or maybe we have learned everything we want to learn or do something that's more flexible or more dynamic. Whatever the reason, we can feel stuck at some point in our career. And so what I want to do today is encourage you to do a few things. I want to go through this because this is what I did when I was feeling burnt out and stuck in my career as an executive in the public civil service of Canada. And what actually prompted me to make the decision to jet uh, my corporate job, pull my pension and become a corporate coach or an executive coach that helps people advance their careers, get promoted, that kind of thing. The first thing is to take a step back and to really get clear as to why you think you're feeling stuck. Really important to understand the rationale because before you can plan your game plan or your, your level of attack, if you will, you need to understand the reason behind why you're feeling the way you do. If you feel stuck because you've outgrown this job or this role and you feel like it's time for you to start stretching to a new role, then that has a different outcome than feeling stuck because it's out of alignment or feeling stuck because you're just not getting paid what you want or maybe because you're not getting the feedback you're looking for. Ultimately, it may all lead to you wanting to change your job, but but really getting clear of the why is important because it can start to help tease out the what and the where the next steps. The other piece that's really important is to get clear on your values. So some people think, oh, you know, why, why do I care about values? Like, how does this have anything to do with our role or our jobs? Well, it, it turns out it's really important. When you work at a job that doesn't align with your values, it can really affect your performance and your desire to, to be in that role and actually can contribute to the, the feeling of feeling stuck, especially if it's a job that has like a golden handcuff to it. And what I mean by golden handcuff, I mean, for example, you public servants out there all know what this feels like. You get paid a pretty decent salary. You have really decent benefits. And the idea of leaving that job to go to something else that might not have as good a benefit package or might not have a good, as good a pension plan doesn't seem all that interesting. So you're thinking, well, yeah, but I don't want to go to something else. But what if I told you that aligning your values might have a benefit that is intrinsic and can help you feel more joy, more satisfaction, maybe even contribute to your health and wellness overall, because you're less stressed. I would suggest that you really take a look at your, your values to see if they align with your work. I'm not suggesting that you need to take less of a paycheck. I'm just saying that if you understand what your values are, you can then start looking for work that align with those values and will help you feel more complete when you work. An example of this might be as follows. What if you value flexibility and you value independence and being able to make your own decisions? This is something you like to feel empowered. This, these are values that you have for yourself. But your job currently is working in an environment that is highly controlled with no flexibility, where there's no remote access or remote work, for example. That's a big issue today. Or perhaps uh, simply you're working with a micromanager who doesn't let you make decisions, who doesn't delegate to you and you don't have any ownership or you're not empowered to work in your role. 
that job no longer aligns with who you are as a person or who, how you value the, the world around you or what you value in the world around you. So that's going to make you unhappy and feel stuck. Do so you see what I'm saying here? Values are important. So get really clear about what you value and then do an assessment against the job you're in. Are they aligned? Because if they're not aligned, chances are you feel stuck. The third thing I'm going to say is being flexible and open to other ideas. One of the things that we get mired in oftentimes is this linear thinking that you get, go to school, you get a good job, and then you just kind of go up the chain of command in the job that you're in. It's very linear. But here's the thing is success can be nonlinear. It can come from different places in different ways. So being open to how you uh, find a role or a job that aligns. It may mean a change of title or maybe a slight shift in the role that you would actually perform, but finding that that role or that title would actually better align with what it is you're looking for. Be open-minded to other ideas, other concepts. The other piece of it in terms of being open-minded and, and I would say even being a visionary and having a vision for your life is starting with the end in mind. Now, everybody says this, but it's absolutely true. What's the end that you're seeking to achieve? Are you looking to have a $200,000 a year job? Or are you happy with $150,000 a year or $75,000 a year, but there's travel involved that's paid for by the company? Or maybe the type of role that you have is doing group coaching and you really enjoy being around people. Or maybe it's consultancy type work because that you like being able to do different types of projects for different types of companies throughout the world. Really, it's about being open-minded about what you want to be and how that will show up for you. The other piece too is transferable skills. Like we need to look at how do your skills now transfer to maybe other industries? So a lot of times people think, well, I'm in the healthcare industry. I'm going to be in the healthcare industry for the rest of my days. Do you have to be in the healthcare industry? Because ultimately you don't need to be in the healthcare industry. It's like me as an executive coach. I don't necessarily have to have been a president of a company to coach a president of a company because I don't need to have lived that experience what I have lived is the executive world, and I do know how to coach people. I ask the right questions, and I push them to see things differently. That's my job, and to hold them accountable to action that they commit to taking. So I can coach anybody, really, at the end of the day. The transferable skills I have in the people management, in the money management, in managing capital assets, all of that is transferable and really good information to have in my back pocket when I am working with executives in different industries. So it's really important to take a look at your transferable skills and be open-minded where you can actually apply those transferable skills. I just alluded to this, but the other piece of this is being a visionary in your own life. What does that mean? Well, it really just means you being able to picture yourself at the age of 80 or 90 years of age and looking back on your life and being able to clearly articulate what you did, why you did it, and how great it was to do it. Sometimes this is hard to do on your own. So I do have a YouTube video that was created based on a visualization exercise that I found in a book. And you're going to see the link to the book. And I'm going to share the book right here. And what I want you to do is go to the video. You'll see the card up above. You can click on that and it will project you 20 years into the future. And you're going to talk to your future self and get a sense of what your future self has for you in terms of message. It seems a bit woo-woo, but the reality is if you can start to picture what your life would look like, feel like, be like, what have you achieved? What did it take to get there? And you talk to your future self. Sometimes your subconscious can give you really great ideas in the now. 
And then you then obviously return to the now in the visualization exercise. And then you take notes of what you told yourself. It's kind of a neat exercise. I would recommend you try it because I find it very useful. And every so often I actually do that visualization for myself so that I can kind of touch base with my inner self to see, am I on the right track? What else do I need to know? The next item is that um, I want you to look at where you have failed in life and seek out the lessons. In emergency management, we talk about lessons learned. I mean, a lot. And it's because when we run exercises or when we have real events and we do sort of a, you know, hot wash of what happened, what happens is we come up with things that we learn during the processes, either processes or procedures or things that we have to improve upon to continue to move forward. They are lessons learned if we apply the learning in our future planning or in our future action steps. They are lessons observed if we do nothing about them. And unfortunately, what happens is a lot of times we see the mistakes that we made in our lives, the failures, if you will, the things that we didn't do right. And we try to like cover them up and pretend like they never happened and ignore them and forget about them because that was just an awful time in my life. But what I want you to do is take a look at, even in the current role you're in right now, what are the things you have learned, your biggest lessons about yourself, about your skills, about your talents, about what you bring to the table? What are the things that you learned along the way that helped you either course correct or become a better manager, a better employee, a better executive, a stronger person? Those lessons can help to inform how you can get unstuck. Yes, I feel stuck right now, but I felt stuck before and this is how I got out of it. So look at the times where you failed, where things didn't go as planned and how did you get yourself out of that situation? Because there's lessons in there for you to apply now in the world and the time that you feel stuck. The last thing I'm going to say is you need to take action. The only way to get unstuck in anything in your life, I don't care what it is you're feeling stuck on, is to start taking action. And I have a couple of suggestions for you. The first is to ask yourself, what is the ideal position for me? Like, what do I see myself wanting to do five and 10 years from now? What is that role? What's the title? What kind of company are you working for? Are you working in a non-for-profit, a non-governmental, a public service, a private industry? What kind of job are you doing? Are you working in statistics? Are you working in data analysis? Are you working in public health? Like what are you doing 10 years from now? At what level do you want to be doing that work at? Because you're not there now, but you want to, and you're feeling frustrated as hell that you're not getting out of the position you're in now and getting closer to that goal. If you know what that goal is, then I want you to go to LinkedIn. And I want you to go to the search bar and I want you to put in the exact title of the person that you're looking to actually emulate chief executive officer, senior statistician, public health director, whatever it is your position is, and put that into the search bar and press search. And you're going to get a description. A, a number of people are going to pop into your, into your um, list of people that you can connect with. And I want you to send a connection request. And in that connection request, what I want you to do is say, hi, my name's so-and-so. I'm currently working at this level. I'm really interested in what you do. And then you say, I would love to meet with you for 15 to 20 minutes. I just want to pick your brain about how to get there. What is it that I need in order to get to your level? I would love to hear your story about how you got there and the troubles you had and the challenges you overcame because people love to talk about themselves and they may not have time to talk to perfect strangers. And let's be honest, there's a lot of creeps out there. But the reality is, is that if you frame this properly in the, I'm really curious, I just want to pick your brain. I only want 15 to 20 minutes no strings, no sales pitches. I just want to know, how did you get to where you are? Because I want to get there too. You would be surprised how many people will be willing to give you 15 or 20 minutes of their time and then book it, book it and have that conversation. If you can do this with one, great. If you can do it with five, even better. If you can do it 10, 
Fantastic. Because the idea here is to accumulate as much data as you can on how to get to that level that you're looking to get at or to get to that job that you're looking to get at or to shift your careers to a new career that you want to go to and talk to those people and then do a mapping exercise. What did I hear? What do I know I already have? What's the gap? And how do I fill that gap? And that's really what it takes to get unstuck. And if you're having trouble with that, my suggestion is to then supplement that with a mentor or a coach. Find someone who's going to help push you, keep you accountable, ask you how you're doing, maybe get you to take more action, maybe challenge your assumptions on things, challenge any mental models that come up, hire a coach or get a mentor or join a group or whatever it is that you need to continue to take measured action. Because the fact is, friends, if you don't take action, you don't get unstuck. It's just that simple. And getting unstuck can bring a lot of fears and a lot of inner voices that come up for us. And if you wanna know how I did it, how I went for my nine to five, here's a video I suggest you click on that will tell you all about my experience of living my nine to five and my lessons after a full year out of my job. Well, folks, I hope you got something out of this. If you did, please be sure to like and subscribe this video so, because I am here nearly every week, not always, but nearly every week providing you information to help you be the best leader you can be so you can grow in your career. Take care, folks. Until next time.